Buddy Martin. Call him up and tell him what you're thinking. But be kind because he's doing the best he can. Better. Stronger. Faster. Mama says that alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth but no toothbrush. Hey, what if the voice calls while you're gone? Take a message. <laughs> Bye. I'm ready for this my whole life. I'm incapable of small talk. <laughs> but that's why you love me, right? Kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. Good evening. Welcome to the World of Beer on a Daniel L. Hightower Wednesday. Brady Ackerman and Buddy Martin with you at the World of Beer, the Brady and Buddy show every Wednesday from 6 to 7. Hope that uh, you can come by the town of Tioga. We are located in Tioga, west uh, of I-75 in Gainesville. It's uh, Jonesville, actually, so if you're in the area, check us out on Facebook. We're here till 7 o'clock. If not, make plans to be with us here next Wednesday from 6 to 7. And, of course, thank you. To our friends at Daniel L. Hightower, attorney in uh, Ocala. Lawyer. Lawyer, excuse me, in Ocala. There you go. Good to go. Let's crank it out. It's uh, the dog days of the year when you talk college football. Mid-May, winding down spring recruiting. Uh, The Gators are going to start a new tradition. We'll get to that with Dan. Uh, Mullen is adding to the equation this weekend uh, as far as, uh, you know, recruiting and getting kids around. Uh, you know, then we're going to start back up. The, the kids are going to be in school here soon, next week, summer A, and they'll get back to working out uh, as far as getting ready for the upcoming season. But we've got a lot of things to get to uh, today on the program. But one of the main topics uh, on tonight's show is Mick Huber. Oh, my. I've had a pleasure to work with Mick the last eight years on the sideline for the Gator Radio Network. He's going to be inducted into the Florida Sports Hall of Fame. I want to say Coach Spurrier was inducted last year, right? Spurrier uh, and Jer- or Jeremy Foley, I know, well, was. Steve Jeremy was, Foley was. Steve was inducted into the big one, the national one. Yeah. Uh, this is the Florida. By the way, it's a great honor. Congratulations to Mick. I mean, that would be my idea of a, a great honor. If you said what would be the ultimate honor to be able to make the Hall of Fame in your home state. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. something. And Where you broadcast, yep. I did a little promo on the show today, and I said, how do you get to the Hall of Fame? Asked Mick Hubert. Oh, my. Broadcast, broadcast, broadcast. There you know you the old joke about practice, practice, practice? You don't know that joke, do you? No, I don't. How do you get to Carnegie no, Hall? Don't practice, know that one practice, either. practice. That was well, before I was born. Oh, well, then. Did Is you Carnegie about, Hall still in business? Did you read about World War II? Huh? No. Oh, I didn't you hear about that? Okay. I mean, I did, oh, I'm but sorry. I forgot it. You're one of those guys that when sports started, it was 1989 with ESPN. I yeah. forgot. Yep. I'm, I'm young, okay. and okay. That's, I'm right. proud All of right. that. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> not that young. But uh, it's no, great. And we'll talk a little bit about Mick, and uh, some of our Facebook uh, viewers can give us their comments uh, on some of his best calls. Obviously, Doring's got a touchdown. It's got to be at the top. 
but there's been uh, some good ones lately. Oh, yeah. And then you got basketball yeah. uh, yeah. uh, with Chioza, and um, it's just been fun. And it's not like he's retiring or anything, uh, which I think will be will be a, a, a fun night uh, whenever that happens. And talking about some of his great calls, but you can go to FloridaGators.com and read about some of them. Uh, Mick is going in November the seventh. I don't know what our schedule's like for that week, but that's generally a South Carolina or Vanderbilt week. So uh, I don't know if he'll be in Pensacola or not for that. He spoke at the uh, the Ocala Quarterback Club last year. Uh, he was not the most popular speaker. Yeah. I wonder who that was. Well, it was oh, somebody who actually brought some juice. Actually. Brought some energy. Oh brought some gosh. insight. Sorry I brought that up. Yeah, you know, I mean, <clears throat> all it is is, you know, it's, it's just about giving people something they can't get anywhere else, mm-hmm. buddy. That's why they watch this show. That's why they listen. I just you know, I mean, I mean, I'm in all. A lot of guys come in there and they just start talking about this, blah, 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 blah. Tell some good stories. I mean, mm-hmm. that's it. You know, I'm not probably a, not a great storyteller to some of the other people, but I, I give you good information. That's you were on that night. You had were, a good night. You were I got, on that I was, night. It was my night. Uh, I felt like Dan Marley in the NBA Finals. I made eight threes in uh, 1993. There's, there's a current reference for you, Dan Marley. Thunder go, Dan Marley. Go Wikipedia that, will yeah. you? And uh, that's what I money, felt like. I had money, one good night. I had saying, one what? Good night. Dan Marley? Is he? Who was he, man? I had one good night. But uh, we'll have some fun with that. Uh, he's going in uh, the Florida Sports Hall of Fame. And, you know us, these guys at all? Well, I know uh, Jerry Pate. I was there when he jumped in the water. Where are you? Played Jerry, Jerry Sheffield. Yeah. Uh, Saw him play triple-A ball for the Denver Zephyrs. I, and then he went to the Bigs and had a great career. I went out and uh, had drinks with Roy Jones Jr. So there you go. He's there a good go. friend of Emmett's. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, after he had lost the gold medal in Seoul, I want to say mm-hmm. when the silver, he came to Gainesville. Did you know that? I, I went out not. with the boys. Did not. And he wore this like black top hat. This was when he was little, kind of, and he was uh, that was kind of the style back then. Uh, and he went out with us, and we took him out downtown and everything. And um, to a disco. He wouldn't know who I was from the guy <laughs> laying on the street under the gutter. Uh, and then Justin Gatlin, I don't know him. Good runner, uh, but he can, guy. he can go. Motivate. So the only one I don't know is Pete. Pijos mm-hmm. and Michelle Snow. I don't know Michelle Snow, but Pijos played the National Football League, I believe, for the Philadelphia Eagles before my time. I don't remember that name it's, vaguely. I didn't know there was time before you. We're going to do a lot of age jokes here now today. Because i got a few for you if you'd like. I've been holding back on this. I can, I can let you with you. But you started all it. about age now. I, okay? I, I, no, it's not about age. Uh, yeah, like, it is. You want to play PP host with you play play football the, before you, you, you want, or you play, play ageism uh, card? Go right ahead, Brady. <laughs> go ahead. We'll talk about white running backs next if you'd like. There you go. I was the last one to score yeah. <laughs> in Florida. Um, all right, so we'll get into that. We'll talk a little about that if you want to get on. Uh, most recently, um, the, the Chioza shot, the Antonio Callaway catch. This place is an insane asylum. Uh, certainly was one. Uh, but he's had quite a few. What you was right? your favorite? Um, well, I was thinking about that. Uh, I, I guess for me, it was probably Callaway. Callaway, this insane asylum. You know, the goal line stand at LSU, I was into that because I was all upset at the LSU media. But the um, but that, that call to me was good. It was a great call. But I, I the Callaway was the best call to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was awesome. Doring's got a touchdown. It's pretty good. I, you know, I was in... When Doring had his touchdown, I was a uh, graduate assistant in Florida. And so I was in the press box. My job was to chart coverages, which they stayed in the same coverage, like two two or three plays in a row, which is why Spurrier went back to that play, and Doring was pretty much uncovered. You a GA? Uh, I was a gra- – well, we called it – back then I was a uh, graduate assistant quality control. Quality control. 
Yeah, because they went from five graduate assistants to two. Then after the season, I was going to be a full-time graduate assistant along with G.A. Mangus. Um, and Spurrier comes in and goes, ah, Bubba didn't get his uh, sixth year. Uh, his shoulder was messed up, but he didn't get that sixth year. So he's going to need a job. So, Brady, you got to find a job. He's going to take over your job as a graduate assistant. Say, Coach, it's March. Man, where am I going to find a job in March? And I ended up meeting Hal Mummy at a camp which is, which at is Bill a good, Bates' yeah. camp in Jacksonville. Bill and Bates. the rest is history. Talk about old stories. There's a that few was a good story right there. Bill Bates, you got a few good stories. I I, I think here his thing with Mick, uh, he's been doing this so long, and you know it's, it, the amount of work he does, Brady, not, and all the events he calls. We had him on the show a couple of weeks ago. We talked about the fact that he really loved doing the baseball and getting a chance to call a national championship. He loves the radio, but the radio's going away. You know, he's very sad about the radio going away mm-hmm. at some point in time. Now, I guess it'll become television at some point in time, in baseball at least. Now, you guys, when you're working with Mick, how much is scripted on the sideline? You, you get free reign down there, and what about you? What do you do when you got a story? You say, I got a guy, I got a broken leg. What are, who do you talk to? I just tell him I need to get in. I got an update on Callaway's ankle. Do you get in, by the way? Um, it depends. It depends. There's so, so many commercials in it that um, it makes it very tight on Mick on the call, and uh, yeah. he's very uh, attention to detail. But him and Lee have been great at involving me as a third analyst uh, on the sideline, mm-hmm. uh, allowing Mick, allowing me and Lee to have exchanges mm-hmm. during the game. Yeah, that's good. Uh, like they've, but they've done that since day one. I mean, the mm-hmm. day I took the job, Mick Hubert and welcomed uh, me in and, and kind of found, knew I was a different type of sideline mm-hmm. guy than the usual one. So it's been great. It's been fun to work with them. Um, I love it when there's blowouts, which haven't been very many, because then we can kind of let the broadcast breathe a little bit, have mm-hmm. some fun. And um, uh, traveling with Mick is a blast. Uh, that That's probably more fun than the broadcast, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Uh, just the whole crew uh, the last eight years, it's, it's been a lot of fun. A lot of great memories outside of the game, yep. you know, when you travel with the same guys. Right. And, and uh, you hear Lee. Bunding, every, bunding. Yeah, you hear Lee's uh, Tampa Bay Bandits story 74 times. In eight years, it's still good. You, know, you got to wait till he gets to that second glass of wine, uh, and then he's like, "I got to pull the hamstring." You know, but Spurrier called him, told him to come back. So Lee tried to make a comeback, and then he pulled his hamstring, and then Spurrier had to go in and cut him. And it's just great stuff, man. Wow. So, uh, but Mick is great, and um, you know, again, he's a professional. He's always ready for the call. Uh, he always brings the, the one thing about Mick in broadcasting that is that I. Tell people when I've, you know, I've done radio for a long time, too, and young people come up and they want to get in the business. I say, be yourself, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's pretty good advice. Be yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't try to be someone else. I really believe, other than, you know, I, I really believe his energy is who he is. Mm-hmm. He is able to just, he is emotionally yeah. invested in Florida sports to the point where sometimes he's, uh, I don't know if I agree with that. You know, I'm, Gators are getting bad ones today, you know. I love that. I love the fact that he's invested. A little in bit of a homer. I, I, which, I don't know if I, I call it homer. I just think but he's invested. But you know, that's not a bad thing. I think people look. Journalists are supposed to be detached and objective, right? Right. That's how I was raised. I, of course, don't practice journalism all the time now. But but play-by-play men are there basically not cheerleaders, but you know where they're coming from. Well, he's a gator. Yeah, yeah he's a gator. But I think in twenty years or however long he's been doing it now. Yeah. I mean, he's invested. He has invested. He's, he's, yeah. he's cut. Yeah. You cut that skin. There's a little orange or blue coming well, out. Like Thirty years. And um, yeah, he's been doing it for a, since '89. Yeah. And, and so, um, 
Yeah, it, it, it means a little bit to him. And I yeah. think that comes out over the broadcast, and I think that's what endears him. You know, yeah. Some people can be homers. Oh, that's true. But he, you could tell it matters to Mick. I don't know. When, if, when we I don't know if Brendan's back there or not and listening. I don't know if we can even do this, but we we had one call audio, but I don't know whether Brendan can play. It's on SoundCloud. If you can, it's okay. It's it shows his shots, and it was just audio only. So we'll see if they can dig that up. Here, meanwhile, I'll buy somebody a beer if they can you tell my beer. Tell them if they'll tell me. We're gonna have a toast a little later on right. for Mick at six thirty. Just a dilly dilly, raise our glasses. Congratulations, him getting into the Hall of Fame, which you can tell these fine people about if you'd like. Max, go over there and buy you a drink. I'll give away a beer to somebody. First person to tell me where Mick Hubert went to school. Where did he go to college? Well, he didn't go to Florida. Can no, I tell right. him that? You can tell him that. If Does anyone know him, where Mick Hubert? But you got to be present. Hello, everyone. Ah, Mick Hubert. Yeah. So a great uh, afternoon of Florida football. There you go. You know, you're getting kudos already for your head ball coach impersonations. Yeah. Now you're doing Mick Hubert. Uh, it's hard not to. Give, give me a couple more Mick. I can't. You put huh? me on the spot there. Hello, everyone. Nah, Mick Hubert. Another great afternoon of Florida football. Let's go down to the sidelines. Brady Ackerman. Pretty good. Not bad. Well, Mick could make it tonight. He had an appointment with his, with his wife to have dinner. Yeah, they're going to celebrate tonight because he goes pop a cork yep, too. Right? going to have a good time tonight. Celebrate. Here we go. Here comes Cheese. He shoots the shot on the way. It's gone. It's gone. It could be three. It could be three. It could be a game winner. Cheese has knocked one down. The officials will go to the monitor. The Gators may have won the game on a Chioza three at the buzzer in overtime. Cheese came down, shot it off the right foot, and drilled the ball right through the rim. And now the officials are at the monitor to decide the fate of the Gators in this overtime. Oh, my. We've seen it all at Madison Square Garden. It's good. It's a three. And the Gators have won the game. Oh, my. You've heard it right. Chris Chioza has made a game-winning three at the buzzer at the first overtime, and Florida has beaten Wisconsin 84 to 83. That's good stuff, right? Oh, that's yeah, Mick on the call, and, and that wasn't what that was a moment. Now, no, that was uh, a great call. I mean, here you are in the, in the in the garden of all places. This yeah. great, great pictures, yeah. the back page of the newspapers mm-hmm. there, and the thing you know, about that call is it's is and it's um. You're watching it on TV, so if you don't have it set, you got to go back and listen to it. Um, and so I have the benefit of hearing everything he says for 12 to 13 to 14 games. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it, it, that's why I'm more partial to football. But that's a great call right there. I, 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 we At IMG, we always put out, like they have my Twitter handle and they put stuff out. So if he makes a call during a game, mm-hmm. it looks like I tweeted it, but I really did. And they, they, they tweeted for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and they put that call. It's a great call. A great call. I still think he's on the map for Doring's got it. I agree. I think you know that I mean? will always be his most famous call. I've asked him, had him on the show about it three or four weeks ago. We talked about that. He won't pick one because it's like his children. You right. know, wanna, yeah. uh, but that that to me, uh, Doring's got a touchdown. I mean, the Doring got a touchdown. Was, that just was so surprising. Yeah. Caught him off guard so much, you know, and he just exploded, you know. Right. Now, this is pretty surprising, too. Yeah, um, that was a good one. That, that was a great call. Yeah. Um, I wish we had the Callaway one because yeah, I never heard that. Um, I, never heard I, I want to say he said this place is an insane asylum. That's oh what I think he said, and it was. Um, of course, I've I've turned into a fan on that one. 
I'm trying to run with Callaway to get him into the end zone. <laughs> is that the one where you and uh, – no, no. Where, no that's the one I was pointing. No, the no. one I was jumping up and down was a Hail Mary to Cleveland this past year. Yeah. But I had, you know, I had already peeled off the – I have rained. that picture. Yeah, I have that bad photograph. picture. That it's a good picture. Wrong. I'm not very professional. I wish I had it. I sent it to Brendan. I haven't put it up there because nah, it's you. You and Scott Strickland, the vertical of six inches. Yeah, combined. Combined. <laughs> Scott got three. I got three. <laughs> I love that picture. We though. were fired up, though. We, we were excited. Yeah. Well, speaking of fired up, we're fired up to be here with you on a Daniel L. Hightower Wednesday here at World of Beer, located right here uh, just west of Gainesville. If you're on I-75, you can uh, whip on Newbury Road, come on down for about three miles to Weston Golf Course, come to Tioga Town Center, and we're in the back. It's beautiful. It's actually a little cloudy today. Yeah. It's a little slower than usual on Wednesdays, but, you know, it's, it's, this is the season when things ebb and flow. It's always good to be here because, in addition to the fact that it's been voted, Gainesville's number one bar, number one pub for two consecutive years. The food is good. The missus and I will have dinner tonight here again, as we did last night. I'm letting her pick out the menu. Food is really quite good and, and very reachable. And, of course, we always like to say uh, the flavors of beer ain't bad either. You've got just about any kind of beer you ever heard of. If you that's your thing, check it out here. You can get domestic. You can get foreign. Uh, and uh, come out here and check it out and see. There's going to be a lot of plans for us this fall here. Even when you're out of town, Brady will be here doing some stuff. And this is our home in Gainesville, World of Beer, right out located in Tioga Town Center. So drop out and see us, and uh, Brady will buy you beer, I think. But the question is still out there. If you know where Mick Huber went to college, you have to be present to win. Let me know, and I'll buy you a beer. So World of Beer, it's not just about the beer, but it could be. Hmm. I okay. said David to the Dungeon of Misery because he was late, but he's been relieved. I just saw magic. I just saw that was magic. Good. Saint Asylum must have been a different one. Yeah, yeah that was Thank good. You, Brandon. Good job, Brendan. That was good. good. That one. Um, that, that was a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just uh, the emotion. And you never really even know who Callaway was at that time, really, because he was just coming into his own, and it was fourth down, and uh, it was like the first big win for McElwain, and coming off the the mm-hmm. must champ years, you felt the energy come back, mm-hmm. and that carried over the next week with Ole Miss, and then. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they lost Will Greer, and McElwain's coaching in Michigan now. Who would ever have thought that? But uh, I think it'll be back. It'll be fun. I think he's going to make some great calls this year. And, um, you know, he's uh, he's one of the best, man. The emotion. I love the emotion. Going back to what we talked about, all seriousness, he did an excellent job of the quarterback club. And I said to you, Brady, you were really good. I heard you speak a lot of times. And you said to me, well, it's something about having a full house, which yeah. we did that yeah. night. That kind of gets you to play your game up. Now, take the same thing regarding the Swamp and Mullen and the feeling that people are getting, and you're on the sideline, and the first time there's a big play that happens in the Swamp and the place goes crazy. That will feel different. Yeah. yeah. It'll feel a little bit like the Tennessee game a couple of years ago, but I think people are more behind it than just another touchdown pass. You know? Yeah, I think there's going to be – I think there'll be some juice in the stadium this year. Uh, I think it'll build up. Um, a lot of it, I think, depends on Mississippi State, but I, I think – You'll have a good, you know, LSU coming in. Uh, I think uh, one of the things that Dan put an emphasis on is reestablishing home field dominance. Mm-hmm. And I thought McElwain got off to a good start 
until the Florida State game, which I still think Florida played them toe-to-toe. They just couldn't score offensively. Uh, I think that whole season's different if Greer doesn't get suspended. But, um, you know, you just got to – the coaches that have not been successful at Florida, and there's only been two that have been ultra-successful. Let me flip it the other way. Forget about the guys that aren't, on, that aren't successful. Okay. Let's talk about the two that have been the most successful. And you can – there's probably okay. some before Hall that. Hall of Famers? Yeah. Two Hall of Famers rarely – lost at home rarely and um generally beat the teams always beat the teams that were supposed to be never lost to a uh a school one power five yeah Spurrier yeah. never lost no georgia southerns no yeah, southern misses nothing like that urban and coach they 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 made the swamp uh, the swamp Spurrier made it empirical the swamp. yeah now i think that's the key dan mullen's got to do that um, he should be able to get off to a good start this year because, you know, basically LSU's, I guess, the biggest game at home with Florida State, Tennessee uh, being away at Georgia neutral site. But, but I, you know, he's got to get that streak going. He's got to get, he's got to do that and, um, you know, get the crowds back into it, get the fans back into it. Speaking of streaks, I don't ever remember anything happening, whether you're a big fan of the other sports or not, it doesn't matter. What happened this past weekend in 30 hours, the University of Florida won four SEC titles in 30 hours. That's amazing. Two track titles, the football and the, excuse me, the fo- baseball and the, the softball, all, you know, obviously regular seasons, not tournaments, but those are the ones that count. Yeah. As Sullivan, as Sullivan says, he didn't give rings for the SEC tournament. He gives them for the regular season. And so these are substantial. And I asked Coach Spurrier about it earlier this week. He was on the show. And he said, uh, yeah, he said he was impressed. He was at the ball game and did a, did a spot with Mick on the baseball game. He oh, yeah. A little play Coach. by play. Coach. Um, and, but I asked him about it. He said, well, it kind of reminded him of uh, 1963, 60, I mean, excuse me, 19, <laughs> I'll get it right, 1993, 94, 95, and 96, four straight SEC championships, as you know, and no other school has done that many or more except one. Oh. Of course, Bear Bryant, Alabama won five in a row. But other than that, Florida and Alabama, have, nobody's ever won four straight. Yeah. Which, thinking about it now, was pretty incredible. Yeah. They went it's four a great straight. Essie, you're talking about Bear Bryant, legendary, if not the best coach of all time, certainly right in there. And look who's here. Crew. It's CD Farms is here, baby. Yeah. Just walk in the door. Got them all going on. Chris and Tracy just walk in the door. How are you guys? And by the way, the winner of the um, of the beer, free beer, was the mayor of Newberry, Nat Blaylock. He got it and right. Nat got it. Illinois State. Illinois the Redbirds. I think Jacob. Did you know that was I think Jacob actually got it. But Jacob probably got it. That's yeah. taking credit for us. I don't know. Had a way to Google. Yeah. So, so anyway, so so the four straight SEC titles. I mean, that may not ever happen again. Well, it never happened again in Florida. Well, I don't know. Why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't it? Brady, think about how long it took him to win one. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah, yeah. but I'm just saying it could. Eighty four, they won one that got taken away from them. Four in a row. Was, uh, I think it could happen again. You think so? Yeah. Well, I won't be around. Let me know. Send me a note, will you? Well, I mean, it's been tough for Alabama to do it. You know, I mean, it's hard to do. Alabama hasn't done it. No, I know. I'm just saying, and, and they've, been, they've won five national titles. I yeah. think they won three of them without winning Sometimes the conference. Sometimes you're right. Two of them. You know, right? Yeah, two, two or three, three that they've won yeah, without the conference. Right. But, but it's odd that, you know, I mean, think about that. How do you now, you're the great Nick Saban. And the fact that. 
The fact not lost on Coach Spurrier, by the way, has never won four. In right, a row. he'll take whatever numbers he gets. You know that yeah. was that was tremendous. And the thing that people don't uh, that kind of forget about that is not only do you have to win the league, but then you have to win a championship game, usually against a really good team, which they beat some really good Alabama mm-hmm. teams, and then some other teams that got in there at nine and three or ten and two. But I think that uh, uh, fortunately, Alabama winning that first one in '92 kept the game alive, mm-hmm. so to speak. Uh, they do that special on the SEC network. And then, you know, I think in the past, now we've seen teams that, uh, you I'm know. I'm so sick of Antonio Langham intercepting yeah. in the past. I've seen enough of that. But excuse me, go ahead. No, no, I'm just saying to win. I, yeah. Alabama's yeah. proof how hard it is to win the league and, the, and right. the championship. Right, it is. Uh, and they've still had the best team. Yeah. So, it's yeah, it's the four in a row may not ever get broken anywhere other than in where this you know, Alabama with Bear Bryant has five, but I don't think any other school will do it. But I think Florida can. I think I think Alabama can. I mean, you I think know, it can happen. Yeah, you never can. know. It can win ten, but it's not going to happen. Well, I didn't say they're going to win four no. in a row this year, there, buddy. Well, you can't win four buddy in one year. It does take or four, four in a row yeah. starting this year. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're going to. All right, Wilson. Yeah. All right. All right. There we go. Hey, uh, how about the Gator Grill out? Yeah, uh, Dan Mullen's starting a new tradition. I uh, remember now. Uh, Urban started Friday Night Lights, which was a big deal, and that'll continue. But you're trying to find ways uh, to get kids to pay their own way to come to your campus. Yeah. Right? You know yeah. I mean? Freebies. Every, everybody's got mm-hmm. one-day camps. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got a junior camp. Florida's Friday Night Light mm-hmm. camp was legendary, especially when Tebow and Spikes and those guys would go out there and work out with the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so now he's trying the Gator Grill out uh, this yeah. weekend where they'll have a ton of recruits coming into town. Uh, and they're going to serve them some food. They're going to have some fun. They're going to show them uh, the hospitality of what it's like to be a Gator and be around the program. Um, and so they're calling it the Great Gator Grill Out. Is that what they were calling it? Yeah, I guess so. Gator Grill Out. So four-star linemen, apparently, are trying to get uh, in there. Uh, yeah, I see know. that. Dante Lucas, William Putnam, Nathan Pickering is coming in, Lloyd Summerall, Jaden Davis, DJ Turner, Chris Steele. Uh, if you follow recruiting, you know these names. Mm-hmm. But it's just an idea to try to get people to come in and have some fun, feed them, have a grill out, you know, make it a little bit more laid back than a one-day, four-hour cattle call that a lot of camps have. And so a lot of kids just go to those camps to get offers or they go to those camps to get seen. It's one of two things. You know, the old days were – I don't blame them. One of, the old days of I'm going to Steve Spurrier's camp because I want to get his autograph. I love him. He's going to coach me as a quarterback, but I'm – I'm not very good, and I don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, those, and I'm gonna stay the whole week in the Gotta dorm. Get notice. That ain't gonna happen anymore. No. Pay your 45 bucks, do your four hours, get it done. How'd you get a scholarship? Uh, I had to earn it. Yeah, but I mean, what? What? How did you earn it? He gave it to me. You can't earn something that somebody gives you. So I earned it on the practice field. Okay. But I didn't so, have it coming so out you of were a walk on. I, I was a walk on. It took me four years to get it for one year. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, he's I mean, in about 10 years, I'll just tell everybody I got one and no one will know. But yeah. no, I, uh, it, so your, son's, on broadcast. your son's following your footsteps. He's doing exactly what I did. But I was I was a little different when I walked on than today. Back when I walked on that, uh, our strength coach was Rich Tootin, who is mm-hmm. who would may, who would probably intimidate Nick Savage. Mm-hmm. And um, he went on to be a longtime strength coach of the Denver Broncos. And no. when I walked on, they had workouts. And then when the workout was done, the walk-ons had to stay out there. It would be considered hazing in today's society. Mm-hmm. Y'all keep pulling. I'll let you know when I'm done. Pull those sleds. And there were many days where I was like, 
eh, maybe I ought to be just a college kid. You know, is this really worth it? Um, but what it did was it weeded out the group that came out there. And it weeded and weeded and weeded and weeded and weeded, and then there was like two guys left. Well, they had a pretty good other walk on out of the same era named Doring, as I recall. Doring came, yeah, that was a little different, though. When yeah. Coach Spurrier was there, um, Chris did have to walk on it. In his freshman year, uh, Chris was on scout team, and uh, I was a senior. We were good friends. We became friends. Uh, Chris's freshman year, I'm like, man, this guy should be on scholarship. This guy's good. He would catch everything on scout team. And get the defensive backs like Will White and all those guys in trouble. They couldn't cover him. And, uh, and that's where he got noticed. Mm-hmm. It was first like, ooh. What was, his, what what was his nickname? Chris Doring. Isn't that like a white smoke or something like nah, that? No, he wasn't fast. I know. I don't, don't tell I him I told you that. He'd get mad at me. I know he wasn't. He, he wasn't he, fast. But you know what he was? He was precise. He's very good. And, and here's the point I want to make. And I brought this up to Spurrier this week. Not that he didn't know already. What Spurrier doesn't get recognized for, and you know this, he was he was a he was absolutely a czar on precision. Routes had to be run. Listen, I had one coach tell me in high school, Kermit Bell, that he learned how to teach landmarks for receivers mm-hmm. through Coach Spurry, who was absolutely you better get your landmarks correct right. as a wide receiver. I think it's something else. How many footballs do you think they threw in practice? Way more than they throw Thousands. Yeah, way more than they throw Thousands. Today. Nobody throws that many except right. maybe uh, Leach. Right. And so the repetition is yeah. lost. People say, oh, he's fun, gets out. Fun. No. They worked on that stuff all the time, Brady. You were a coach. Yeah. You, you, no, you do no, what I'm, you work I'm on. I'm always you a coach. What? You're always a coach? Yeah, once a coach, always a coach. Landmarks is something I, I preach to kids all the time when I'm mentoring like, them in high tell school. Tell people what a landmark well, is. Well, a landmark is easier to remember than steps. You know, you have these three-step routes. You have a five-step route. Well, if a kid takes the wrong step, then he's trying to count. Mm-hmm. So if you teach landmarks, um, pre-snap, you get up there and you figure out, okay, I need to get 12 yards, so I need to get to the 30, or I need to get to this mark, or I got to get to that yeah. cone, or I got to get to that pylon, yeah. or I got to get to that hash mark. And so you identify a place on the field where you have to get to so that you can f- play freely yeah. and not think, I got five steps. Am I 10 yards or am I eight yards? You know, And uh, the guys who... The, the greatest thing about what he did was have his quarterbacks throw on time. No one does that anymore. Yeah. But, but yes, their precision route running um, was something that I think is lost in today's game. Helps to be able to catch the ball, too, which Norrie did great. I'll tell you, another guy was pretty good at that. His nickname was Miller. It was uh, see, Coors Light was his name. Coors Light? He was, a, he was a silver bullet. Yeah, he was a Coors Light guy, and he played for Nice High School. His number was 15 before the other guy. Hmm. Brendan Martin could catch anything you threw. I don't know why box. you talk about those days so well, it's true. It's, I mean, it's not a fun memory. Nice. Not so he was on the memory. bad knees teams. <laughs> no. I what were you doing over in Jacksonville? We, I was working at the were time, time for one year. Before I went out of business? Well, not out of business, but just about. No, it was back in the day when I spent one year there. But here's the one. Here's what's funny. I, was, I went to a preseason game, and when the game was over, I went back to here to see the coach who I knew. And while I was there, the reporter for the Times Union, who was a woman covering high school, came up and said, who was that number? Was it three, Brendan? Who was that number three catching the ball late in the game like that? And he just stopped. What do you, what do you mean? Oh, the number yeah. three? So, oh, that's Coors Light, he said. It's like the only catch I ever made. Because he used to wear, wear a T-shirt and practice and from Colorado said Coors Light. Like, yeah. no. I was thinking maybe he was the only kid in high school who was allowed to drink. His dad gave him a Coors Light after practice. <laughs> that's about right. Me and Joe Green. Right. We can't right. hear you, Brendo. Turn up your mic. I said that's about right. I don't know why you speak of this so fondly. 
Yeah, well, anyway, it was fun. Uh, All right, so Brady. Uh, the listeners out talk- there, by the way, in, 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 uh, in Facebook land say uh, the ne- never saw Buddy without it. Well, no, not that. I think Brendan could drink a few silver bullets. LOL. Oh, how about um, did, did Buddy say beer, Bryant? Yeah. Probably did. Not, probably World of Beer, Bryant? I had World of Beer on my brain. And also. then someone corrected me or, or coached me up. It, it was this past year, Frank's to Cleveland, where he said this place is an insane asylum. Okay. Well, yeah. our, our kingdom's pretty sharp out there. No, they know? got it. They uh, got it. Good job. Uh, Good job. Coville says, by the way, Coville's the newest member of the GNK Elite. He joined the Elite Club. He joined the Elite Club? Yeah, he joined the Elite Club. I'm not even in the Elite Club. No, you're not. You're not in the club. Uh, and then. Uh, How do you get into that? Can I get into the club? Write me a check. Huh. And be a good boy. Oh, I have been. Can I call you by your first name? Or your middle name? If you ever knew how to pronounce it. Frankie? Yeah. How many times? Can I call you Frankie? You can call whatever you want, Brady. Whatever you want. The famous famous classes of Sodaquist. There's Sodaquist. Check it in. We got, look at, tonight we got our peeps here. Yep. They're here. I want to give me some vegetables. You know where you're getting good vegetables? CD Farm. You brought some? All right. Tracy, all right. I'm on a veggie diet. And we just picked them, and I'm going to tell you in a minute. We um, They sponsor our late-night dilly-dilly at City Farms. Tra- Tracy and Chris. Love late-night dilly-dilly. Chris does all the work. I mean, no, no, sorry. Tracy does all the work. Chris, Chris yeah. does all the work. Don't get take, in trouble. He takes the credit, but but Tracy right. does the work. So, uh, And I, I'm still waiting for the break out of his guitar and do a little Johnny Cash. No Johnny I've Cash. Seen, I've seen that video, and it's very good. I'm going to go to his house and sit on his front porch and rock, and then we're going to play some Johnny Cash. We'll, I'll walk the line, something like that. Yeah. And go. over here, the mayor of Newbury, so and, and Jacob is there. Wearing some esteemed uh, company tonight. Yeah, but like and Joan Martin. We got them all Wilder around here. Wilder Beer. It's a great place, isn't it? Yeah, it's it a great sure place. is. Great place. Great that, place. You know, it's, it, like I said at the top on this Daniel O. Hightower Wednesday, mm-hmm. it, it is a um, it is that time of the year where you kind of kind of look ahead, you you – um, you start thinking about the preseason magazines and, and this, yeah, those like kind it. of things. You know Anticipation, what I'm right? Anticipation. It's the final week of spring football for most schools in the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a bunch of games in the area uh, coming up this week, and then again next week they try to get them done before Memorial Day. Coaches will have some time off, uh, maybe, uh, around Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Then they'll start their camps in June and July, and media days will be here. So, um, you know, it's interesting just kind of looking around at, it's some of the things, and, and I'll let me throw this question at you, buddy. All right. Florida's football team. Yes. What unit on the team would you say is not the not only is the best on the team, but would rank the best in the conference? So if we were ranking, you know those magazines. Well, you, you mean like running backs, tight ends? You mean offense? Yeah, defense. running backs, tight ends, okay. corner or defensive backs, right. defensive line, yeah. linebackers. Which group, like if we, these magazines come out, they're going to say mm-hmm. Alabama has the best back. Yeah, we're going to run it back. Yeah. So Georgia has the best. Well, you got who they're up offensive against. line. Who they're all up against? That's the question. All right. Which one will rank the wow. highest for Florida? Go back and look, at, uh, look at all the uh, groups. Uh, well, look, look, can we pause it for a second? Come yeah, back to pause that. Because yeah, I want to do this. I want to remind people we are going to have a little dilly dilly toast with McHubert, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, you guys in for that? You're in for, How about a toast? Everybody want a toast? 
Toasted. They can hear us. We're dilly dilly for uh, Big Huber made the Hall of Fame. All right. Here's the voice right here. We're going to get your glasses out and get ready. We'll listen to this play by play. Franks. Franks dropping back, stepping up, running the ball, looking, looking. He's going to heave one deep down the field. It's going to be to the goal line. It's going to be gone. It's a touchdown. And the Gators have won the I was a good call. That was a really good call. So, so congratulations to Mick. Let's hold up our drinks and say, here to the Hall of Fame broadcaster of the Florida Gears, Mick Hubert. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Here to you, Mick. And to his sideline reporter. Got to have a guy on the sideline. Interview the coach sometimes. Let's take a little break. Come back. We'll hear from Daniel Little Hightower, and I'll answer your question. Okay. About Big what D. unit I think. You might want to check the Facebook feed. Maybe you can get some, uh, some ideas. Why? Right, I already know You don't have original thoughts. I mean, you can borrow them from Facebook. Hmm. So yeah, I never had to do that before, have an original thought, Brady. <laughs> like every line I ever wrote, but that's okay. I used to have to edit your copy at that website. Yeah, want, we get into that? want me to go there? I can uh, go there. I'm not a great writer. Okay. I can tell you that no, right now. I'm, just saying about I'm you, a writing. talker. I'm not a writer. Well, you are a talker. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> Take a break. Daniel L. Hightower, Wednesday, back after this. No one ever plans a car accident. Having a plan after you've been in one, however, can make a world of difference. Daniel L. Hightower has been fighting for accident victim justice in Ocala and statewide since 1976. I can After do that, Brendan, if you want me team, to. You'll know your case matters, that you got it. matter, got it. Right. and that Dan will fight hard to get you just results. If you've been severely injured through no fault of your own by a careless or reckless driver, you need Daniel L. Hightower. Well, with us, it's a family-owned business. Majority of the employees are family. You know, no drugs, no alcohol. We do a lot of big, high contracts. Uh, we do a lot of government contracts. We do Sikorsky aircraft and E1. We've done for many years, and we we, we carry you know big general liability insurance we policies. Back. Knock on wood, since 1958, we've never had one claim. So there's not too many companies that can uh, can stand by that. Safety is very important to AAA Tree Service. Uh, not only for our own employees, but for our customers as well. We, we, you know, we take pride in going to their, their places. We treat it like it's our home, and we, we leave it the way as it would be if it would be our home. And we even go above and beyond. We do more than just trees. I mean, we, we you know, trim hedges, we pressure wash, we, you know, you, you name it, we, we get into doing anything that a uh, customer needs. Call us at 873-3440 uh, or on the website, uh, AAATreeService.com, or also on CenturyLink.com as well. You're back, boys. All right, thanks very much. For the break here at uh, World of Beer, Brady Ackerman and Buddy Martin on the Brady and Buddy Show with you every Wednesday. I love doing this show. Friend of some of our other people. Thank you, Becky. Appreciate your comments there. Um, you asked me about what unit. Now, I hadn't thought about this a lot. After I was struggling a little bit. You said, which unit would get the most pub or most highest rating 
in the magazine was coming yeah, the out. Yeah, preseason so. magazine. Sorry, so if I can remember them all, let's see. Uh, I got to say running backs. Yeah. Jordan Scarlett, of course. P. Ryan really looked good. I thought he could, well, you got that corner. When you can get the corner like that. Now, and, of course, we're not going to count the, the, the Jets for you. That's not a running play. And then the new kid, Pierce. I've not seen him yet, but I hear good things about mm-hmm. him. Maybe you can tell me more. So I think, give, am I forgetting somebody? Well, they're bringing Malik Davis back. I know he's coming well, they, off an oh, injury, well, but people I, are going to remember him. As I, one I of do the, remember him. He's a freshman. He's going to be able to play team. right away? Uh, nah, he's so probably be ready in August. They'll probably bring him along slowly. He'll be ready by Tennessee. Okay, so I didn't count him in the starting But, I mean, season. I think when they're ranking oh, the group, because yeah. he's oh, not out yeah. for the year, he'll be back. Yeah. Lemons will be That's back. Had a little I, haven't seen, I hear good things about Lemons. Lemons can fly. You don't remember him against Texas A&M last year? Was it Vaguely. A&M? Well, I mean, On the okay. sideline, I was like, man, why is this guy not playing more often? He can fly. No, I just don't put, I don't think of him playing because he didn't play that right. much. Right, but it's a good deep group. It is a good deep group. A, and uh, thanks for adding lemons. And I kind of forgot. And I believe I just thought wouldn't be around for the first half. Iverson Clement had a nice finish know, to the spring. I don't know him. See, I didn't know much about him until the end of the spring. Yeah. He got a chance when Lemons dinged his shoulder. Yeah. He got some more reps. Right. And he showed some nice shiftiness in the hole. I think um, right. Sider did a great job with his two backs. Yeah. I really do that he brought in. All right, what unit will you take? You can't have running backs now. I took them. Well, since you took running backs, I would probably – are we going – well, they're not going to give us defensive line, defensive ends. That's your question. Florida would be defensive ends, uh, clearly. Defensive linemen. No, I don't think they have the best D line. No, just, yeah, well, I'll go with secondary. It's not linebackers. Some, it's I'll go with secondary because yeah. of um, uh, the corners. I think Florida has the two best corners in the league. Uh, Georgia would take Florida's two corners right now. Uh, give me the whole – Well, I think you, it's going to be Henderson yeah. and – um, Wilson, yeah. Gardner at nickel, Jawan Taylor, and I think it should be Sean Davis but at safety. Jawan Taylor and Sean Davis. Um, obviously, I think Quincy Linton's a really good player. Stewart back there is a really good player. Amari Bernie. Um, you've got uh, Trey uh, Dean uh, at corner that gives you some depth there. They're hoping Brian Edwards turns the corner with his long arms. Guy can really play. He's got a lot of uh, a lot of potential. So I, that group to me is is talented, and I think that they won't get. I think they'll be the highest rated of any of them. I, maybe the running backs will will probably be third in the SEC. I think the defensive backs you cannot drop that group of DBs lower than third when you have two first team all corners, all conference corners. I mean, I, I, people put the tape in, you know, put the tape in. You know, they weren't very good last year, but those two guys were good as true freshmen. So you got to expect those guys to develop. They're going to get more opportunities to make plays in Grantham's defense than they did last year. But here's why. Let let me point this out to people. In the last couple of years, and Muschamp blitzed more his first year, they kind of backed off. And Collins, really last year with Shannon, when you don't blitz, the quarterback then can decide who he wants to not throw at. So they went games without throwing at Marco Wilson. Now, I think Florida State got a play on him late. Somebody did. He probably gave up three completions the whole year. But they, they would just wouldn't throw at him just like the year before. They wouldn't throw at Hargraves or, or the year before that. They wouldn't throw at Hargraves and they wouldn't throw at Tabor. So Wilson benefited from it. So with, with Grantham's defense, it forces the quarterback to make quicker decisions. Now, if you can't cover the guys, there might be guys running free. But it also, that means he can't eliminate a corner from the start. Mm-hmm. He can't go drop back against Grantham's defense. Right. I'm not throwing at Marco Wilson because if not, he'll get a hit in the face. We'll pick that up on film. We'll say, look, they're not going to throw Wilson's way. Let's bring heat. And um, he, this kid's, 
he's hosed. So it'll give him a chance to pick off some balls is what I'm saying. So well, Or at least uh, break them yeah. up. And, and not only that, Marco Wilson may be blissing. You never know. With Grantham, yeah. he fires from every place, doesn't he? He does. I, I really I do think they'll bring some corner blitzes, but Wilson's a cover guy, yeah. in my opinion. Um, That's why it'd be I a good play. Everybody expect you to do it. He's tremendous. I, I, if NFL scouts watch his tape, they'll tell you he's a first-round pick. Really? Yeah. But forget the whatever the statistics say. He only, only had one interception or whatever. Yeah. I mean, he's he's. I watch him field level, and I'm like, I even told some guys on the sideline, they ain't even looking to throw his way last year yeah. uh, at times. I mean, because they're like, nah, we're not, we're the, we're not going to do that. So with Grantham's defense, they have to throw his way is basically what I'm saying. Are you, looking, are you looking forward to that, to, to the Grantham's defense? I am because I like, like, I think, action, I like action. I like um, aggressive n- nature. Yeah. Um, and I don't think Florida's good enough to be run Muschamp's defense. Yeah. I don't think they're as talented as they were under Muschamp. And I know Jeff Collins had two great defenses. We had a lot of Muschamp's players. But I don't think they're talented to run Muschamp or Jeff Collins' defense. I think they got to right. bring some heat. All right, let me ask you about Nick Saban. He came out and said he thought the Farley Maloney National Championships were not good. Yesterday on TV, he said, uh, he said I have a tr- he says, uh, I have a tremendous amount of respect for their team and what they were able to accomplish, meaning UCF, he said. Uh, but he says, he didn't believe that there was enough to justify the Knights' claim of national championship. He says, I guess anybody has a prerogative to claim anything. But self-proclaim is not the same as actually earning it. And there's probably a significant number of people who don't respect people who make self-proclaim sort of accolades for themselves. Woo. Well, I, I, I agree with him on all of that. However, um it is the formula that we have. I think UCF's stance would be, look, we weren't allowed in. Why not? And we beat Auburn. Y'all didn't. You know I mean? So I, I agree with him 100%. But I do see UCF side of like, well, we couldn't get the opportunity to play for it because you wouldn't let us in because it's a monopoly or whatever you want to call it. Um, so, uh, yeah, I get what he's saying. He's so gonna, and he no- should defend his turf. I agree. I think I, No, Alabama's the national champs. I think it's fun what UCF has done. It's nice, but years from now, nobody will care. Mm-hmm. They'll have a little thing that sits on their stadium that will help with recruiting, but no. I'm not worried about uh, UCF and being yeah. – they ain't beating Alabama. I mean, maybe Saban's taking it a little too seriously. I, I mean, you know, I mean, you think he was UCF asked about it. What should he say? No, 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 no. I, I, I like his opinion. Don't get me wrong. It's okay. What else would you expect him to say? He won it. So why would he give it to somebody who claimed it? But I think it's I, I think it's there. It's a me too thing. Like, hey, we're over here. We're undefeated. We did okay. If this is the way you get attention in your program, let me ask not? you this: Who do you think's gotten more attention, UCF or Alabama? Alabama. Really? Yeah. I think. But UCF. they get it every year. Yeah, but I, I agree with that from a national brand. But I'm we just love saying, underdogs. We but love I mean, underdogs. UCF's national championship has been self-proclaimed national title has gotten headlines. You know, look, we're in March. We're talking about their national title for March. We're in May talking about their national title, and Alabama's the champs. So you think UCF got more attention than yes. Alabama? Yeah. Wow. I do. You don't think Tua, Tua is being talked about? Look, I'm just saying, when you're on the national shows, the national writer, okay. George Schroeder's a national writer, isn't he? USA Today, he's talking yeah. nationally. Yeah. So, you know, I think UCS gotten a lot of a lot of bang for their buck out of that. So you're for it? Am I for what they did? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Okay. I but I don't it. think they're the champs. 
I, I'm with you on both. Yeah, those. I think I Alabama's right. better. I was shocked um, Auburn didn't show up. What does Chris think? Think he thinks think UCF is right? And, no, Chris says no. Nat, but but if you're in, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, he's a business correct. owner, right? Huh? Yeah, business owner. Okay. Yeah. So if you have a business, Tracy, I bet you Tracy. Are there bigger businesses answer. than yours? Okay. Yeah. He goes, also, oh, yeah, okay. I have multiple jobs. Uh, hold on a second now. Can I do my analogy? I'm get your Wilton? facts straight. If you want me to call you Wilton, you got to give me some air time. Well, here. if you get some facts he straight, He has I'll a business. There you. are bigger businesses than his. Okay. The floor is he yours. turned out the best crop this year that's ever been out there, right? He should celebrate it by saying, we've got the best crop of uh, vegetables, right? In Florida. Mm-hmm. And then you got the big company who can pay for the advertising that says, on national TV, oh, we had the number one rated crop of, you know, because they have, they're bigger. But they weren't better. They were better. So why, so I can't tell him to celebrate that he had the best crop. If he thinks they had the best crop, they had the best crop. Mm-hmm. He's promoting his brand. Mm-hmm. He's promoting his business. Mm-hmm. You know? So I think it's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, that they, what they've done is helped increase awareness for UCF. <laughs> I think it's fun. Who cares? It's all good except for the fact you got it wrong. Is it Tracy is the one who did it? Okay. Right. Just so you know. All right, number one. Uh, and, and number second, two, did Florida go around claiming the 84 national title? Buddy, did you write that? Because it was taken away from them. But did Buddy, Buddy, did you write that? No. You're going to tell me if I go, i got to go to the library now to find this. Yeah. What are you going to do? Public I, I guarantee you, you were doing the same thing Bianchi was Brady. doing in 84. Was, Florida's the best team. I was, team. Living, in, I was living in Colorado, so I wouldn't write about Yes, tomorrow. you did. You were a homer. You, I've seen your oh. Swamp Fox books. <laughs> yeah, I know. So You're every so Gator wrong. fan can't get it's that. They wrong. did it. You are so wrong. Why am I wrong? Because you said nine things and eight of them were wrong. But that's okay. <laughs> uh, what did Coach Spurrier about you saying this? Yeah. But I get your point. And by the way, they're not just – they have – they're successful business people. Profe- do you teach out of the ad college or are you the dean? Say, say, so so ad a, college. It's a, he's a, so he's, he knows about marketing. He's, a, he's an academic, okay? Yeah, but marketing is all UCF students marketing. Do you know what a students. master electrician is? Huh? Uh, somebody who can uh, do everything. No, they're the best. Well, You know who is a master electrician? Who gives them the master electrician? The mayor of Newberry. How do you get that title? Right there you go. There you go. Master. So that means that says it right there. Master. I wish you could, don't you wish you could be a master sideline reporter? Huh? I'm a professional broadcaster is what Spurrier called yeah, me one question. day. Yeah. I'm a professional coach. Brady. Shane's a professional quarterback. Chris, you're a professional golfer. And Brady, uh, you're a professional broadcaster. It's a professional group here. Okay. Your sport, your Spurrier's your imitation is really... Richard Robinson says fake We'll play golf one day. He goes, we got a professional group here. And then he looked at me and goes... You're a professional broadcaster. <laughs> Richie and Robinson Marco is playing out on uh, Louisiana Shane. on the oil rig says UCF fake news. All right. Hey, listen, you're, you like schedules. You like stories about good schedules, right? Like, yeah, let's Did you hear big. about this one? Man. Okay. Did you order that? Alabama has scheduled Texas. Yeah, I like that. All right. So now they, they drop UCF to get them. Good. Now listen to some of the want to play the chance. future non-conference schedules. All right. Yeah. For uh, for for Texas, two nineteen LSU, twenty at LSU at Arkansas, Alabama two thousand twenty two at Alabama, Michigan, Ohio State, Ohio State, Michigan. Now that's what you're gonna step it up right there. Yeah, I like that. Are those neutral site games though? Uh, no, at Michigan, at Ohio, home and home. Alabama's neutral site. That's well, home. 
That's all I'm home, Brady. That's why it says at Alabama. Alabama's at Texas is at Alabama. I mean, Alabama's at Texas. Okay. But no Texas a how, how much you want to bet? What? Wilton. How much you want to bet that that game's a neutral site game? It could be a preseason game. It could be at Arlington. There's no, you know, it is it a home and home? But this is at you Alabama. You should have taken that bet. You blew it. I don't bet, Brady. I don't the, mayor, the mayor got me the scoop before you could take yeah. my money. Well, just so you know, I don't bet. I don't have to. I'm always right, so don't worry about it. No <laughs> Texas A&M. No Texas A&M. This is what's wrong with college football. Wait, that's what's great with college football. I don't want to see Texas, Texas A&M. I've seen that 108 times. I want to see Texas, Alabama. It's tradition, Jack. Florida needs to go play some games. How would you ever Miami heard of tradition? They used to play what? Auburn every year. Don't play Auburn anymore. Buddy, newspapers were tradition. Radio was tradition. Look what we're doing right now. Okay? We're, starting, we're doing a pretty starting well a new tradition. Time. That's right. And those are new traditions. All right, I got another one. Let me change the mood because you get cranky this time of day. You get, you get hungry. You start getting I, got, I am getting hangry. I know. Here's the thing. That's what my daughter said. Brady's getting hangry. I am. Like I said, hey, listen to this. Remember I told you last week, Mark Packer of ESPN, you had a thing. Yeah. You on his show yet? You bring them up every week. You have to always make a sarcastic remark. No, but I'm just my. I mean, are you pushing me out to get Mark Packer? I'm on the trying show? to bring a little interest to the show <laughs> instead of talking about my career. Okay, how how good I am at broadcasting. What a great running back I <laughs> professional was. Professional broadcast. Yeah, professional. I'm trying oh to. Oh my bring, gosh, we got to talk I'm about. I'm trying this. to talk about. We got to talk about that. Mike Slive just died at 77. How about that? Wow, that's tough. Yeah, Mike I Slive. didn't know that was coming. Did I didn't you know? Either. No, I didn't either. Oh, man. I saw him in uh, Birmingham a couple years ago. Super he was not guy. doing well then. He did a great job as commissioner. He brought some stuff. Uh, well, last year at CSS, he brought his granddaughter to the baseball game uh, out there at uh, in Hoover. And he's just a regular guy, man. Just a good guy. Oh, man, that's terrible. He worked hard at the job. He advanced the BCS thing into what we have. With the playoff system. He followed a legend. You know how tough it is? Oh, no. People talk about following uh, Paul Roy yeah. Kramer. Yeah. Wow. So that just came down the wire. That's yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt your news. It's okay. Uh, no, Mike Sly was uh, he's a he's a good man. Yeah. He did a I lot of good things. Cleaned a, up the league, didn't he? He did. Feinbaum had him and Kramer and uh, Sankey on last year, all three at one time, which is oh, rare. Yeah, that's a big loss. R.I.P. to Mike Slav, who just passed away, age seventy seven. Well, anyway, this is kind of a funny little story. All right, go with Lighten it. Lighten things up. Yep. He asked the question who you want to punch in sports. Remember we talked about that? You know, we weren't mystic as usual. But that was just a little joke, right? Well, I have the perfect answer. Who do you want to who do you want to punch in sports? Ed Orgeron himself. Did you hear about this? No. Yeah, this came out. All right. So he punched himself in the face. He walked in there and said, It's time to set your jaw, said former defensive offensive lineman KJ Malone's son of Carl, I guess it is, and started punching himself in the jaw. Okay. Astros pitcher Kenny Giles recently went viral for smoking himself in the face. Uh, said, now, Orgeron said he sacrifices for motivation. He's 56. He says, punch yourself in the face in the morning if you're not ready. Okay, that's what Will Clapp remember him saying. So it's a real serious punch, said Toby Wesby, the LSU offensive lineman. And look at us and start growling. He'll give us a growl. You know what, what that means. It's time to go win a ball game. He was punching, Malone said. I tried to do it. I thought, dang, he's probably one of the best coaches I've ever been around. Yeah. I've heard about uh, Irk Russell beating his head on the locker in Jacksonville until he came out in the second half with blood. What, what strange things have you seen in the locker room like that? 
Uh, we had a guy, our special teams coach, Red Anderson, that would bloody, I knew, I knew bloody his head. Really? Yeah. On what? Oh, yeah. How? Locker. Locker, really? chairs, throws chairs. Really? Yeah, he was, he was, he was tough. He was a tough guy. Um, you know, I saw Muschamp put his hand through a uh, dry erase board on the sideline. Did he break Kentucky. it? Yeah, he went right through it. Did he break his, his hand? Uh, no, he cut it. Um, but, no, you know, I mean, that, that – that's great. That's that kind of fits Ordron's personality. It's not something I would do. Mm. You know, I'm not going to punch myself. No, you certainly would not, sure. Brady. I got a glass. Might get, jaw, you, first might of get all. your uniform dirty if you punch first, yourself. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't. I, I, don't I don't want that. I don't want to keep my uniform looking good. So uh, in case they pan the camera to the sideline, I look good. You think you could pass for a guy in his twenties? No, no, I don't know no. in my twenties yet. No, I, I mean, have you seen people? Twenty-nine, thirty. Have you seen people who play sports maybe. that look like they're they look like they're young, but really they're not. Right. I got the ultimate story for you. But first, I want to finish up by telling you about Center State Bank. That's my bank in Ocala. By the way, there are plenty of them for you to check out. There's uh, uh, is 82 locations in 30 Florida counties. They sponsor our Tuesday show, Center State Bank Tuesday. Uh, they have great core values. I love going in there. I like the chocolate chip cookies and stuff that they have there, too. Uh, the people don't know your names and who you are. I hate going to a bank, someone saying, sir, could you have your ID out, please? Okay. I've only banked here 10 years. Well, my ID? Okay. Uh, and then they're friendly and they're efficient, and I like the core values they have. Local market-driven, long-term horizon, world-class service relationship banking, which is terrific. Uh, they're headquartered in Winter Haven. My bank is over in Ocala at Silver Springs Boulevard. It's a terrific place. We have our quarterback club preseason meeting this year. Our speaker is going to be Megan Mullen. It's going to be our, on August 22nd, and they use that community room upstairs. They're really good in the community. We appreciate that. And it's Center State Bank. Check them out. You can call them at 352-368-6800 in Ocala. Also, go to centerstatebank.com. Remember, their core values are what counts. Center State Bank. Customer service is their name. Centered on community and customer service. Brady, here's the ultimate story about a guy who fooled him. A 25-year-old man lived a double life as a teenager for nine months, even dating a 14-year-old just so he could play high school basketball again. All right? This is the New York Post. Sidney Bouvier Gilstrap-Portley, well, there's a name for you, claimed to be a Hurricane Harvey refugee in August when he enrolled as a freshman under the name Rashawn Richardson. A freshman? Yeah, yeah, a freshman. He later transferred to Hillcrest, where he joined the basketball team and dominated younger players en route to being named the district's offensive player of the year. <laughs> He's a, 25. Yeah, 25. A little He's 25. 25. How are you? You're yeah. 25. Could you be a freshman in high school? There's not a chance. No, that's Max. Kids nowadays, like Max, Max they have beards in high Max school. Max is though. really 64 years old. He just looked like he's 25. So no, they, I mean, it, it, Max looks like he could yeah. be a senior in high school, yeah. maybe. Yeah. All the kids have hair, facial hair now. Back when we were young, we couldn't get facial no. hair. No, well, they wouldn't let us anyway. Yeah. Well, we weren't allowed to do that. It, well, we couldn't yeah. grow it. So it didn't matter. So. I couldn't grow a facial exactly. I still so. can't. Uh, all right, we won't have time for this subject, but the, boy, the, apparently the, the Pac-12 is just on life support. Yeah, we'll get back uh, to that. They're really, week. really, really. So what a mess. We'll get it up next time. But uh, there's we'll all get, kind of things. We'll get to, Mick on this show, though. He'll, no, he'll make you, it up you to got, us. You got no, you got no juice in him. I, you, you, me or, or his wife? What do you think Mick was going to choose? Well, I mean. He chose how, his wife. How, He's how, going to dinner. How his important wife. are you? 
You're not a, that important. You're a legendary broadcaster, according to what you yeah. said earlier. No, I said I was a huh? professional broadcaster. You said Again, you're legendary. The first thing to go at, at, at that age is you your know, hearing. You know what I figured? <laughs> I figured maybe you think you should have been an all of fame. That's why um, you didn't really want Mick to come on. The Florida Hall of Fame, I yeah. should be. Yeah, I was so an all-city wide receiver at Fletcher. <laughs> played college football at Florida. I've had Florida. to sit here with you every Wednesday, world, so I should class, be in World-class walk-on. There he is right there. Is. there. Yeah, so that's all good. I'm self-proclaimed yeah. Nick Saban, Hall of Famer. <laughs> Nick Saban doesn't like people like me. I'm self-proclaimed. No, That's why I like UCF. Give that, yourself as many titles as you can. You should have that on your shirt. Self-proclaimed. Yeah, self-proclaimed <laughs> broadcaster. Yeah. This is something we didn't get to this time. We'll talk yeah, about we'll get that. that. The gambling thing is all crazy. So, yeah. all right. It's been a fun show, and I was to remind folks about the world of beer. Yes. A lot of and, stuff going uh, on here throughout the week. Yeah. When, and you want to come out here and check it out. Also, our friends Daniel L. Hightower. Lawyer fighting facts that victim justice since 1976. This is a Daniel L. Hightower Wednesday. Appreciate our sponsors like Center State Bank and our friends at C Farms out in Archer. I, I want to take a trip. Chris, can I get a tour out there? My wife and I came to this. So we need to go out there. She said, maybe we could just go by and see them. I said, they work. They have careers besides us. They don't hang out the farm every day. But I know the mayor of Newberry is going to take me out and give me a tour of Newberry. The mayor of Newberry, yeah. Huh? You haven't been out in Newberry? Yeah, but I want one with the mayor. So I like to travel in style. Yeah, there you go. Jacob will take me anyway, so we'll do that. So, so All right, good show. Enjoyed it. All right. We'll do it again next week. We're getting close. We get one more week closer getting, to the end of May. We get to June. We're in our spring to... practice. We're doing our spring practice right now. We're getting better and better. Yeah, we just, you know, we'll put the time in. We're having a good off season. Everybody's How committed. about the guy back at the studio from Slavery One? Oh, the uh, huh? prince, the crown prince. Crown prince. Yeah, I didn't I just don't know why you don't end the show, why you just keep lingering. See, it's like <laughs> just linger. Just end just the damn going. show. You're two I minutes we over. Up. My contract says 7 o'clock. Yeah, end 7 it, buddy. Stop the show. It's over. Say like goodbye. you said to me, Brendan, it doesn't matter when we start. It's the Internet. But now okay. it's time. Goodbye. To Have a good show. You're done now. Goodbye. Night, Brendan. Night, everybody. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Have a good day. Good day.